and welcome to another Guildhall School podcast. And today we're talking about Sheila Stevenson's The Memory of Water, which is directed by Joseph Flashley and designed by Dora Schweitzer here at Guildhall. And I'm pleased to be joined by our cast, Poppy Allen Quamby, Charlotte Blanford, Tegan Short, and stage manager Samantha Agnew. So thanks very much for joining us. Hello, thank, thank you for having us. For our listeners who might not know the play, can you give us a little bit of an introduction? Sure. So, um, <laughs> Uh, three sisters who don't normally get together come back home for their mother's funeral to arrange it and to go through it and things start to come out of the woodwork with them being mm-hmm. back together that's a suitably mysterious intro to the play so how are you playing and how do you fit in well I play Mary I'm the middle child and I'm a hospital consultant and I've come up um, from London and I haven't been home for a very long time and I'm there to just get through this funeral and get home and get what I want and just have it done as smoothly as possible which is quite a hard task when it's the three of us together. I play Teresa who's the oldest sister of the three probably the most organized and screwed on um, but that's obviously just my opinion. Well, I, I, I do believe it's true. Um, so I basically organised most of the funeral and am trying to keep all of us three sisters going and make sure the funeral's okay and everything's sorted and everything's in order. Um, and my husband as well, Frank, uh, is also in the play and and the play explores like our, our marriage and the tough life we've lived yeah i play catherine and i'm the youngest sister um and i'm sort of the wild child i love a bit of fun um i've moved out to spain met my boyfriend javier who i'm very much in love with and i've come home and they've organized this boring funeral which i'm not happy about and i just want to have a good time forget about all this rubbish and just just make it, make it mine. Make it a party. <laughs> make it a party. I like that you're all answering this question in character. But, uh, how have you found developing that sisterly rapport on, on stage? It's been, it's been great fun to be yeah. able to do that, hasn't it? So like, fun. Yeah, so good. I think, I think it's been quite easy for us just because we've all got siblings. Well, you know, yeah. but we, and um, so we've got a bit of wealth of knowledge there to, to go from. But also we've done some awesome um incredible improvs um improvisations with joe just to help flesh out these history uh, the histories but with these sisters and their relationships and because all of that is is brought up and mentioned you know what kind of childhoods we've experienced and what we think is the kind of uh childhood we've had which of course all of us think is different um so yeah, it's it's been fun. It's been loving. It's been bickering. It's been <laughs> crying, crying. <laughs> all very complex relationships. Like they're all of them are so different, yeah. and the relationships we each have with each other are so different that that's been really fun to play with um, and explore the boundaries of that during rehearsals as well. Has been great. Yeah. And what's it been like for you, Sam, as a stage manager, to go through this whole process from the beginning with, with Joe and the actors? Uh, the biggest thing was definitely. Uh, getting the room set up so that they can really delve into their characters and their worlds like right from day one. So um, we really strive as a stage management team to get the bedroom in and like it's set in a bedroom Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just to make it really feel like a home from day one. 
and that was the biggest thing and yeah like the improvisations that you guys did do required a good setup from us and also a good involvement from the technical side so it was actually a lot of fun and I think we all had a good laugh with it so (laughs) I mean we've been involved both I feel creatively and as well like logistically like getting everything done for them so it's been nice this is your first time stepping up to stage manager level one of our public productions at Guildhall how have you found that transition um well my transition comes from my previous role of production manager and being a stage manager is a lot more detail oriented and a lot more um be a lot more personable with the lovely acting company and Mm -hmm. just making sure the day-to-day continues to run Mm -hmm. as well as making sure that the production manager is on your side and knows what's going on at all times and so there's not much difference between the two it's just a lot more props (laughs) (laughs) that's basically the difference This play was adapted for a film in 2002. Did you guys watch the film or did you stay away from it and try and make it your own? We We stayed stayed away! (laughs) Yeah, I saw the trailer and then I thought... No, <laughs> because it's not helpful. It's, yeah. it's such a. They've obviously adapted it yeah, for right. yeah. TV, and so yeah, obviously they're gonna well film rather. So yeah, they, they've changed it slightly, and um, obviously we've got different. We're yeah. different human beings. We've got different experiences, so we we don't want to be not tainted. That feels mm. really but like bad. Not a, not a replica yeah. of something yeah. something you've seen and whatever you see, even if it's conscious or subconscious, yeah. you might it it will sink in, and you might yeah. try to replicate. Like I might try and come on and be Jimmy Walters, you know, and that's not that's not helpful. Um, and with this situation, yeah. it's not helpful, especially with the ages as well. Because in the film, yeah. there are all the actual ages in the script, which is quite yeah. a lot older than yeah. us, and it's just not helpful to try and play old. Yeah, try and play middle age because it's just so difficult. You just got to make it feel like you and you. Yeah. yeah, and seeing that isn't helpful. Yeah, I definitely want to watch it though. Yeah, when we finish, when we finish, we finish yeah. it's, def- it's definitely night. like yeah. going to like just to watch and reminisce. And, yeah, because I do want to see it. I really do. Cast and crew mm. speech. No. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. yeah, that would be brilliant. And uh, you mentioned that you guys all have like different <laughs> memories of your childhoods, and there's a running narrative of these different memories overlapping. How have you explored that in the in the play? So one of the other actresses in this. Uh, Rosie, she's playing Vi, our mother, and and something uh, she spoke about is like the level of truth between all the sisters. Mm. So that the truth that Rosie, not Rosie, Vi would tell Catherine is would be much more tainted because she's the youngest and you wouldn't want to hurt her and that sensitivity. Well, as in me being the oldest, what I will be told is much more brutal and honest because I can take it. In a way, mm. um, so we've kind of explored it, yeah, in that way, I guess. Like, yeah, in that in that level uh, levels of how much we do actually know. But then also, I think there are also those memories, and I think we all have this. Like, when you look back to a memory and you can look at it with like rose tinted glasses, and you think, "Oh, this is that was the best time of my life," <laughs> yeah. and then something happens in, in your present life, and you look back at it and you remember something, just a, the tiniest little thing, and you think oh god that was actually awful that was terrible and I think it's there's a, there's an element of that as well for the way in which we remember certain periods of our life and, and that constantly does change depending on how you live your current life you know so um, it's also just where they are in their lives and, and um, 
what they want to remember rather than what they do actually remember mm. as well. Mm. Well, I think even in the play, the memories change as it goes along. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can start believing that you remember one thing and by the end, you have no idea what you remember anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it could be something totally different. Mm. And uh, as we record, we're just finishing day, day one of tech. Uh, so it's your first day getting into the, the space of the, the theatre and everything. How's, how's that been for all of you? So fun. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's cool. so nice. I mean, it's been the smoothest transition, I want to say, because uh, the stage man team were so incredible in setting up that space in the rehearsal room to yeah. start with. Mm-hmm. So to go from the stage felt so like we were still at home mm-hmm. on stage. It's just now welcoming in the audience that shall be there, mm-hmm. which is the next step, which is the exciting part of this week. And how about for you, Sam? Has it been quite nice to have everyone in there? And it must be you must be feeling quite smug compared to teams in the studio theatre who've got to share it with another production. <laughs> it's, it's really nice to see something that you know that your te- your team have worked so hard for the past couple of weeks to get everything into the rehearsal rooms. Now to see it under lights and to see um, the company act along with it, and it just really creates like its own life within itself and. As soon as like anyone ever walks in, they're like, "Oh, like this looks so nice!" Like, it feels like a home, and it's not it doesn't feel like a set. And mm-hmm. I think that's where we get like our sense of pride from is that like mm-hmm. it it's right and it feels right, and everyone's happy with it. So mm-hmm. it's been good. Joseph Bletchley and uh, Doris Schweitzer were with us last year for Barman Gilead. How have you found the the process working with with them both? Um, I think maybe I'm the only one that can really talk about this. Um, I actually didn't work with them last year either. However, Anna um, Lavender, the DSM, she was assistant stage manager with them on Bomb and Gilead. And um, she had to do a lot a lot more improv than we have to do now. Um, but I feel like her transition from then till now has like helped her so much with helping um, you guys, actors, get get involved with Joe because he's so hands-on he's mm-hmm. so um improv based mm-hmm. I think Anna's really stepped up and transitioned beautifully there and she's really helped me out as well with picking up little things and um yeah I think it's all been good that's what I always say it's like catchphrase it's all good guys yeah. Yeah. always good <laughs> And uh, what have you particularly enjoyed about the, the, the production so far? What's, what stands out for you? There's so much food. <laughs> I've literally never been in a show where I've eaten food before, and there's loads of food I have to eat. I have to make a sandwich. And it's just so, it makes it feel so real that you just go and find the bread from the cupboard. You know where the knife is, you know where the, the plate is because it's your mum's house. You go and get it out and make a sandwich on stage and then eat it. And that's just blowing my mind, honestly. <laughs> in the breaks than actually during the show, <laughs> well, sealing the tea bags, but you know. I mean, I'm making tea. <laughs> Could you um, see Sam cringing at like the, the cupboard of King's Mid Loaves? And the cereal as well. Oh. We've got a bit where we eat some cereal and some of that cereal has been in our mouths and then right back. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember so when, 
you brought in the biscuits. Mm. Oh, yeah. And you know what actors are like with biscuits, because as soon as they came in, they were like, you are not allowed to eat them unless you are rehearsing. <laughs> because, especially with me in the room, I will eat all of those. <laughs> yeah, that was my one rule. I was like, eat the cereal, eat the bread. And I remember telling Anna, like, nope, the biscuits are no-go. Like, only rehearsal, not for tea breaks. <laughs> Biscuit budget's going to take it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I like that so much. <laughs> and, uh, and what are you most looking forward to about uh, opening next week? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm really excited for my parents to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, but Hannah, just it's nice to open a show. It's nice to know that your hard work has paid off mm-hmm. and to create like like a solid product and that you feel proud in and feel like everyone's really stepped up for it. Like, that's just really nice and... I'm, I'm excited to take everyone to the 90s it's set in the 90s which I love mm-hmm. um, and, and it's just getting people immersed in that world but then also just how, how we are with each other what we say and what we don't say and I just hope that I don't know it, it helps people to have conversations that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise mm-hmm. which I don't know I like to think why I do it most of the time is just make people think about why they've actually done what they do and the people who are in their lives and what matters to them. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm I'm excited for for that and hopefully to make people laugh and <laughs> to that too. That would be good, hopefully. <laughs> but that's not obviously what we aim for yeah. when you do it. You can't go on stage and go, okay, I'm going to make you laugh on this line because it's a really good line because <laughs> uh, then you never do get the laugh. Mm-hmm. So you've got to play it for what it is. But anyway, we'll see. It's see just, what happens. It's just such a good play and I feel like really like gifted in my third year to be given such a complex play like this like so much happens there's so much variety in every single character and they're all so intricate in their own ways um and it's really beautiful and I'm just really looking forward to like sharing sharing that with everyone and hopefully making people feel as moved and as passionate about this text as all of us are that have been working on it so far. So. It's also such a joy to be having been given a female-led play in mm-hmm. third year. To mm-hmm. Such amazing female characters, especially with what's going on everywhere at the moment. Yeah. It's so nice to have a play that really focuses on women and not in a particular way, just women li- being women, living how they live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to have everyone so different and so many interesting things, it's just an absolute joy to be able to work with with these wonderful ladies and wonderful oh. stage management <laughs> and to just push that onto the stage is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. With Colder Than Here and Saved this yeah. term as well, it's quite death heavy, shall we say. But in a, in a, in a nice way in some cases. Um, <laughs> has like having those other two plays happening around the same time as yours, has that influenced how, how you've approached this at all? Or are you just quite enjoying having those running alongside We've we've kind of said like because we hardly ever see them Mm. and they're rehearsing because we're in such separate parts of the building. So when we do get to see each other, we're like, how is it going? I feel like because you spend you know two years training together and then all of a sudden you never see each other. You Mm. go from being in each other's pockets to nothing at all. So any little gems or anything that they've been going through or struggling with or you know, it's it's a joy to be able to to. talk about it with them mm-hmm. and and there are some beautiful little links as well between the plays mm-hmm. which I love I love mm-hmm. those things um 
And we got to see Colder Than Here the other day, which, oh, it's just beautiful. I love that play. Um, And they're brilliant in it. And it was just... It, but it's so different. It's so different to what our, I mean to our play. I, it's got it's got parallel themes, but I think yeah, the, right. I think the play do, the, both the plays deal with all the, the the themes and the topics very differently. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> it's so hard because you want to say more, but at the same time I can't because then you, you're worried that you're going to give something away. Mm. But um, don't want to do that. <laughs> um, we'll just have to come and see for yourselves. All yeah. <laughs> Well, a massive thanks to our guests for joining us for this podcast. The Memory of Water opens on Monday the 12th of February and runs until the 17th of February in the Milton Court Theatre. And you can get your tickets from the Barbican box office and go to our website, gsmd.ac.uk slash events for more information. And you can follow and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Um, and follow us at Guildhall School on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.